All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a jumbo full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, YouTube, you're not going to get to see my pretty face today. Uh, Uncle Bobby's a little bit down, and I just don't feel like looking at my fucking face right now. But uh, it, it was a hard day. It was a hard day for a couple of reasons. But, gang, you know what? Really, hold on, buddies. Come on, buddy, shit. One of the things that got me down today, gang, is the fact that it's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, kind of weird, right? Gang, the reason why that one kicked me in my dick today, hold on, let me move. Buddy, if you don't move your monkey ass, you know, dude, for being a blind, deaf, toothless dog, <laughs> what, what do you want? The reason why it got me down, gang, is because at work, I told you guys, one of the things I'm known for is my thought questions. Now, again, these things can go anywhere from the deeply philosophical, the morally challenging, Political, sports-wise, just straight-up fucking perverted. It could be, you know, name, you know, five Denzel Washington movies. Just, it's, I like it. And people learn to like it. You know, people I don't even train come up to me and be like, what's the question of the day? It's fun, right? Well, today was an obvious one. It's MLK Day. What the fuck do you think I'm going to ask you about? Gang, today's thought question was name five things about MLK. Now, it'd been one thing if I was there for my six o'clock appointment and then that was it and I rolled out. No, gang, I was there from six o'clock to one o'clock straight. What's that? A six, a seven, an eight, a nine, a 10, an 11. That is seven appointments. That is seven hours at work. Gang, I asked multitudes of people to name five things about Martin Luther, the motherfucking king. No one could do it. No one could do it. And the answers that I did get about MLK, and I'm not joking when I tell you this, I got such really deep facts like he was married. He was black. He had a wife. He had kids. I bullshit you not. Those were the fucking answers I got all, and I was at the point, because I don't give hints, like, at all. When people struggle, I'm like, you just struggle. I was like, you can't be fucking serious. And I was like, okay, tell me where he was born. No one got that. Tell me what state he died in. No one got that. What year? I mean, no, I mean, it was, it was, it, I think part of the reason <laughs> why it upset me so much because I also live in a city and I definitely work in a place where everyone likes to claim that they are colorblind. Again, I, when you ask it, rape and racism, as far as I'm concerned, hold on, where's it? they always walk hand in hand. And what I mean by that is everyone knows someone who has survived rape. Matter of fact, raise your hand if you know a rape survivor. Raise your hand. Okay, keep your hands up. 
You can only bring your hand down if you know a rapist. Everyone knows a rape survivor. Nobody seems to know a fucking rapist, right? Put your fucking hands down. Same thing here when it comes to race and racism. Racism is always someone else's problem. It's never anyone in your house. It's not where your kids go to fucking school, right? And the other thing that everyone loves to throw in my face, they love to quote MLK. And I'm done. It's at the point now, if one more fucker says, let's not judge people by the color of their skin, but let's judge them on the content of their fucking character. Gang, every time I hear someone say some bullshit like that, it's like when you talk to or debate a Christian and they want to sit here and tell you that the earth is like fucking 6,000 years old or whatever the fuck the arguing point is. And when he's like, dude, just shut the fuck up. And they'll say something like, well, you know, according to the second law of thermodynamics, one, I'm not a fucking scientist. I told you, I've been hit in the head way too many fucking times. I'm not that smart. But now when someone says some bullshit, like what about the second law of thermodynamics? I'm like, you know what? I will answer that question when you can name the other three laws of thermodynamics. Go ahead. I'll wait. Gang, not a single Christian has been able to name anything other than the second law of thermodynamics, which, like the MLK quotes, is violently fucking bastardized. They don't know what it means. Same thing here. And I had someone not too terribly long ago. And it's clearly now a Republican talking point, right? You know, Dr. King wanted us to judge people by you know, their character, but now we're making all these laws that, you know, recognize race. I'm like, I need you to shut the fuck up. So anytime someone says some bullshit, like Martin Luther King wanted us to judge each other by the content of blah, 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 blah. I'm like, stop right there, fuckface. Do me a favor. I will have this conversation when you can name anything that Martin Luther King said other than that bullshit-ass quote. Go ahead. You know how many people can do it? Not a single fucking one, right? But gang... I'm going to get fucked up by the end of this episode. I'm serious. I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> this is not a good day for Uncle Bobby. Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah, the fuck's at work. <sighs> Again, <laughs> you, you, you can't sit here and tell me how important MLK was when you don't know the first fucking thing about the man. Again, I didn't think that was that hard of a fucking question. But again, when you when you step with some bullshit, like again, he was married. Wait, shut up. This is one of the most influential Americans this country has ever seen. And your deep fact about MLK is that he walked down the fucking aisle. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right? He's like, shut the fuck up. But again, I'm going to be all over the place. It is going to be a doo-doo-ass episode. I just got to get this shit off my chest. I don't know how Uncle Bobby operates. It just really bothers me that this is where we are. And especially down here in the South, especially here in Texas, we don't teach people shit. We don't. Right? Again, here, let's just jump into some examples. Fuckface Greg Abbott. I saw Fuckface Greg Abbott put out a happy Martin Luther Day uh, King quote. And if, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, as I try not to commit what that fucker put says out in my memory banks, but no, he did. He absolutely did do the whole content of their character bullshit. 
But here's the thing, fuckface. You don't get to have it on 900 ways. Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott wishing us a happy MLK Day, gang, is quite literally the equivalent of hearing a speech about racial tolerance from Richard fucking Spencer. Greg Abbott, within the last 365 days, and if you think I'm bullshitting, look that shit up. Senate Bill 3. You guys know what that shit reads out? He has stripped Texas school teachers from the ability to teach actual history. You know what you can't teach anymore? You can't teach Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. You can't do it. Letters from a Birmingham jail. You can't do it. All you can do is say that he was some nigger, er, some black dude who used to live here. You cannot wish people a happy MLK day after taking MLK out of the history books. Greg Abbott, please go fuck yourself. You don't have to be a history major. I'm a history minor. But you don't have to be a history major to know that Martin Luther King may have had a small bone to pick with the KKK. Just a minor one. Thanks to SB3 here in the fucking state of Texas, school teachers can't say that the KKK was bad. If I've said it once, I'll say it a million times. What the fuck else do you say about the KKK? This isn't a difference of opinion, right? It's not like I'm a Saints fan. They were all Falcons fans. No, if an M if an MLK, if a KKK fucker looked me, he would call me a nigger to my face. You cannot put out a happy MLK tweet here in the state of Texas, Greg Abbott, after taking MLK out of the fucking history books. I shouldn't be shocked that no one could name anything about fucking MLK. Not down here in this fucking state. This is the national equivalent of saying, I can't be racist, dot, dot, dot. I have a black friend. You cannot tell me how much you loved the quote-unquote Prince of Peace and not be able to name anything about him. And I'm going to tell you guys something. This isn't just my place of work. I guarantee if I were to take this question statewide, people couldn't do it. But yeah, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about how much we love the man, right? And this is how stupid we are as a country, gang, right? Think back to when Colin Kaepernick first started taking a knee. Again, I cannot, I can, but I cannot believe that a simple act of protest tore this country apart the way it did. So again, let's go through the chronological order here. First and foremost, Colin Kaepernick brought no attention to himself. He did it. Hold on. Y'all got a belch coming? I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. I may be angry. I'm going to keep tradition alive. Colin Kaepernick did not bring attention to himself. He never told the cameras, hey, come look at me. <clears throat> Colin Kaepernick silently sat on the bench during the national anthem. A reporter saw it came up to him after the game and said, hey, what's going on? So he told him. That's how we found out. Again, Nate Boyer is a white guy. Nate Boyer was a long snapper for the Seattle Seahawks. Nate Boyer, like me, hashtag hook him, is a former Texas Longhorn. He was a Green Beret. <clears throat> he went to the Army, came back to school, finished his degree. He was a walk-on. The dude was fucking phenomenal. We all love fucking Nate Boyer. 
Nate Boyer saw what Colin Kaepernick was doing after the press did a story on it. Let's get some alcohol. Nate Boyer called him. Oh, wait, first, Nate Boyer was like, yo, he said, my, my blood was fucking boiling when I saw that bullshit. Then he stopped, he took a breath. Then he remembered, but I'm a soldier. I don't agree with it, but I fought for Colin's right to protest. So he called Colin Kaepernick. And he said, dude, and he said, exactly, I don't agree with what you're doing. I would never kneel when the flag is being raised. I will never kneel when that song is being played. But again, Colin Kaepernick, I, Nate Boyer, again, a white dude, I fought for your right to do this. So talk to me. What, what's going on? Colin Kaepernick explained why he was taking a knee. I, I am not going to stand for, a, or he was sitting on the bench. I'm not going to stand for a song that clearly does not represent the words that are uh, written in it. Liberty and justice for all and all this other bullshit doesn't count when black people are being slaughtered by people with fucking badges. You know what Nate Boyer said? I dig it, man. I absolutely dig it. So this is what you're going to do. If you want to do your protest, you get your black ass off of that bench and you take a knee. Now, again, this is what the Fox News of the world love to leave out of this fucking story. A white troop told a black quarterback to take a knee. You guys want to know why he told him to take that knee? He told him to take a knee because he said this in the military, this is how we honor our fallen family members. You take a knee. If you, if you want to protest, get off the bench and take a knee. That's the respectful way to protest. King, there was a reason why I brought up Colin Kaepernick shit. Now there's just lots of reasons. Let's just keep this shit going. You know, first take only, motherfuckers. Colin Kaepernick got bashed because a white quarterback told a black athlete how to protest and be respectful. I think this is where I was going with all this. Oh, that's right. Way to go, alcohol shit. The exact same people who could not name the first fucking thing about Martin Luther King when Colin Kaepernick was taking an eat, will never guess what they said. They told me to my fucking face in English words I can understand. They said Martin Luther King wouldn't have liked that. And I'm like, wouldn't have liked what? His hairstyle? What are you talking about? All that, and there's one, and I'm not going to say this person's name. All that protesting. All the protesting. Do you think Martin Luther King was a fucking pop singer? Why do you think we know his fucking name? All he did was fucking protest, dumbass. Mm. Let me write some shit down. Shocked. Again, I'm just babbling, gang. This show is going to be straight meatloaf. All kinds of bullshit, but back on topic. And so the number of people who sat there and said, MLK would not have liked what Colin Kaepernick did is like, what history book did you open in fucking elementary school? Again, that is all Martin Luther fucking King did. He gave speeches and the fucker protested. Right? That, that's it. Now again, the exact same group of fucking emotional slap nuts who could not name anything other than he had a penis. He married a woman. He's dead. 
right? These were the exact same people on uh, when the BLM marches were going on. Oh, hold on. There's going to be some bullshit. What the fuck? Hold on, gang. I just saw a tweet by someone who uh, is different. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Nah, this fucking idiot. Who gives a shit what she says? My back on top. Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah, the BLM marches. Now, I actually talked about this. When did I talk about it? What's today? Monday. I talked about it just fucking recently. But, gang, oh, it was actually this morning. Let me tell you something about the BLM marches and the riots and the shit that went along with it. Gang, no matter what the protest, you're going to find anarchists that, again, you judge the movement by the movement, not the extremist. Again, BLM is like the Civil Rights March. It's actually an extension of it. Martin Luther King was a prominent member, but there was no ranking system. He wasn't a captain. He wasn't a, a lieutenant colonel. Shut the fuck up. He was just a name that we knew. Same thing with BLM. If you have, especially nowadays, gang, if you have a valid credit card and an internet connection, how easy is it for you to go get 35 fucking shirts that read BLM, right? There's no leadership. It, it is a rudderless boat, right? Yes, there was some loot. Yes, there was looting. There was lots of looting. Yes, there was some fucking violence. Yes, there was lots of violence. But please shut the fuck up. That wasn't the cornerstone of BLM. Please eat a bag of dicks. Seriously, eat a bag of dicks, right? But those were, again, the exact same people who sat there and bitched and complained and they did all this bullshit were the first ones to say MLK would not have liked the way these people are handling their business. And I was like, again, what history books are you reading? Okay, you get to protest. You get to looting. Those are the last two steps. We have whispered, hey, do us a favor. Don't, don't, don't kill us. You ignore us. We speak up a little bit. Right? You're like, yo, I, I don't think you heard a word I said. I really need you to stop killing us. Treat us like fucking humans. Is that too much to ask? You say, keep your voice down. Then we start shouting. We're like, yo, my life fucking means something. My daughter, my wife, my husband, with all of our lives, they mean something. We raise our voice. You say we're being violent animals, right? Why can't you control your emotions? Step by step by step by step by step. We get the emotional stiff arm. Then we got to wreck some fucking shop. You may not like it, but you're paying attention to us now, aren't you? Right? And so when people sit here and say MLK wouldn't have approved, again, what history books are you opening up, you dumb sack of shit? None of us. None of us. None of us liked the looting. None of us liked the violence. But you know what we disliked more than that? Being scared to walk out of your own fucking home. Being scared that you're going to be pulled over going 35 in a fucking 30. And your cop that pulls you over, he's just having a bad fucking day. Right? And again, I remember telling the person I was talking about, I got called a terrorist a record number of times. 
It's part of the reason why I don't do definitional wars anymore. I just don't. It's like, I'm not a fucking terrorist because my, what, if you remember me from Twitter, when the BLM marches were going on, gang, it fucked me up. It really did for a great many reasons. And I kept, I did videos on it. I tweeted it out. And I was like, the fucked up thing is, I mean, we got a reaction. You're paying attention to us now, but you're fucked up because you showed your ass. I now know how much your buildings mean to you. I told you how much my life means to me. Are you ready to talk trade? People were shooting back at me. Like, oh, oh, you're endorsing burning down buildings. Shut the fuck up. Right? Go eat a dick again and eat a fat bag of dicks. I told you I'm afraid for my life. You were talking about the importance of a fucking building. Oh, it sucks for the person who has to rebuild their business, but they can do it. That's this thing called insurance. You're going to go without some income? You're going to struggle? It's going to suck. Some racist white dudes put 16 bullets into my body. My family stands over my coffin. You'll get your building back long before I get my fucking life. Please go fuck yourself. So to sit here and say that MLK would not have agreed with the protest means you have never cracked a history book open before a day in your useless racist lives. You just haven't, right? But again, these were the exact same people who could not name the first fucking thing about Martin Luther King. But yeah, they're going to use his, or his one quote. They're going to sit here and just bastardize. How many shows have I actually done on this topic, gang? Seriously. If I've said it then, I'm going to say it right now. Today's heroes were yesterday's villains. Nobody, and I do mean nobody, who makes significant change is liked by their contemporaries. And I remember telling someone that for the first time. Back when I used to debate the Colin Kaepernick situation. I don't debate it anymore. Again, if I tell you that I'm afraid for my life, that I've got concerns about my well-being, and the first thing you do is talk about an inanimate object, I've already told y'all, it's not going to keep anyone up nights, but we're not friends anymore. You, you can't kiss me on my cheek and tell me how much you love me and then put my life on the same plane as a fucking piece of cloth or a goddamn song. Please go fuck yourself, right? Where the fuck was I? I did, yeah, no, today, today's all kinds of just meatloaf and me just babbling. Because this really did fucking bother me, gang. It really did. What was that? MLK, the pro. Let's just pick it up with MLK and the fucking protest. Like, oh, that's right. Here I am. Okay. And I remember this person, I told her. Because she was one of the main ones. She still is. Respect the flag. Blah, 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 blah. And I told her then, today's villains were yesterday's, today's heroes, yesterday's villains. And I remember telling her, your sons, when they have children for you and you get grandkids, your grandchildren, they will talk about Colin Kaepernick the way I talked about Juan Carlos and Tommy John from the 68 Olympics. Dead serious. She was like, no way, no way, no way. And I was like, you don't, you don't, hold on. Yeah, there we go. You don't understand, do you? Right? And she's a big time Christian. 
I don't believe that he had magic powers, but just the story of Jesus. He was hated by his contemporaries, an absolute outcast. Same thing here with Martin Luther, the motherfucking king, let's drink some alcohol. Nobody makes significant change by making friends. You can't have it both ways. Okay, let's just roll into one of the other thing that I'm thinking about. Now, I got about 15 minutes left in me before I start crying. Another thing that really shook me up about today, gang, and this isn't the first time I've heard it, but maybe it was just because it was MLK Day. It just really kicked me in my shins, right? I just, but did you hear that one? God damn. Hashtag unprofessional. Shit. This isn't the first time I've heard some shit like this. But I remember, because one of the people, I mean, she literally said things like he had two testicles. He had two feet. She couldn't name anything. And she's one of the main ones that, that over my years of knowing her said the most racially insensitive shit. And they're looking at me like I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why would you say that, you piece of shit? Uh, okay, here we go. Back on topic. I was like, why the fuck would you say that, right? But this person couldn't name shit about Martin Luther King. And so I was telling her some stuff, and it was some of the not sexy stuff. And I could just tell by the blank look on her face, and I was like, hold, hold on, pump the brakes. Just wait. Are you aware that this country hated Martin Luther King? You know what she said, gang? He's like, no, we didn't. I was like, no, wait, wait, wait. No, no, wait. Because she's older than I am. I was like, rewind. You were alive when Martin Luther King was, you know, walking the earth, right? Give me a break. Did you not know that this country hated MLK? Gang, blank look. She had no idea. I was like, shut the fuck up. Hold again. What history books are you guys fucking reading? How do you not know that? And, and she dug her heels. I was like, just stop, stop. We killed that man. It wasn't by like just one rebel. I'm going to tie that in. Hold on. That one. Gang, I'm going to tell you what, because I don't want to rush shit. I want to make sure we get this one in. But gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Let's go. going so again i was talking about the lady who was completely shocked and surprised that this country hated mlk right this is what i wanted to tie in i i was listening to some shit on the way home the first thing i'm going to say gang is i didn't even know they had that back then i wasn't alive influential people because it's not just for presidents anymore apparently you, you got approval ratings. 
Gang, at the peak of his activity, a national approval rating for Martin Luther the motherfucking king. Do you guys have any idea what Martin Luther King's peak was for national average on approval rating for what he was doing? I'm sorry, his disapproval rating? 75 fucking percent. Three quarters of this fucking country could not stand. And the reason why it probably wasn't higher is that they probably couldn't ask just fucking everybody. They probably got tired of counting all the fucking votes. The country that loved this man so much gave him a 75% disapproval rating. Please go fuck yourselves. Now, again, you don't have to be old. You have to be at least fucking five years old. Who was alive for the Trump presidency? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Trump didn't even have a fucking 75% disapproval rating. You know, the same president who pretty much brought American democracy to its knees. The American president who bragged about sexual assault. The American president who made jokes about rape. The American president who sat there and when asked directly about Nazis, he said there were fine people on both sides. The same president, when fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse did what he did, said, meh, I need to look into it. The same president who sat there with fucking Jisleen fucking Maxwell said, I wish her luck. The same president who sat there after the fucking insurrection sat there and finally, after they told him, dude, you got to go out there and say something. Remember what he said? We understand. We love you. We miss you. That exact same set of slap nuts did not have a disapproval rating as high as Martin Luther King. Please tell me how much we loved him. Shut the fuck up. Give me a fucking break. Again, what history books are people opening up to where, again, she's not the only one, gang. I can easily name over 10 people. How many people can you name that will be shocked when they hear that this country hated MLK? Again, we murdered this man. Now, that was 1968, so let's count them out. 68, 69, 70, 71. Gang, they put out a poll. In 1971, now keep in mind, I'm a little bit over a year away from being born. Again, I, what do I always say about my age? I always bring up my fucking age so that you guys know we aren't talking about 900 years ago. So I'm getting ready to take my first fucking breath. I'm pretty sure at this stage, my dad was just getting ready to have sex with my mom. That's a gruesome fucking thought. They put out a poll and it was. The top 10 most hated people in America, 1971. Do you know who was still on that fucking list in 1971, three years after he died? Er, I mean, assassinated. Martin Luther, the motherfucking King, Jack. Martin Luther King was still on the list right before I was born on the top 10 most hated Americans in the United States. Please go fuck yourself. Again, what history books are people reading? And I sit here and I think, gang, over the last four years, especially with the whole Trump bullshit, and, you know, you got the McCarthy's, you got the Trumps, you got everyone at Fox and everyone else. 
using Martin Luther King as a blunt, uh, uh, blunt fucking weapon against people who look like Martin Luther fucking King. And I still remember people like Laura Ingram saying, you know, he wouldn't have stood for all this protesting. You're a national fucking reporter. Half your job is to be educated. To sit here and say that Martin Luther King would not have approved of all this protesting means you think he was an actor, he was a singer, an athlete. Again, Martin Luther King gave speeches and he protested. That was the man's line of work, period. Please go fuck yourselves. <clears throat> I just had to get all this shit off my chest, gang, because again, it just, this all bothers me. <clears throat> and for people who want to sit here and talk about colorblind societies and shit like that, again, most people only know one or two of his fucking quotes. He's addressed all of this stuff. He really has. He has called white people out more than what white people are willing to admit. He has straight up said, you guys need to check yourself in the fucking mirror. He has given a great many speeches about the white moderates. Right? Again, if it was as easy as just putting everyone in a corner who wears a Klan's robe or calls black people niggers, <clears throat> how easy would it be to solve this fucking problem? Right? I think Richard Dawkins has said the exact same thing. What the fuck? Has said the exact same thing. Why am I? I'm grasping because I'm so mad. About stopping religious uh, advancements in this country. <clears throat> it's not the extremist. It's not. How easy is it to point out the Westboro Baptist assholes and say, hey, you guys, the ones that say God hates fags, you're wrong. That's the easy part. The reason why religion continues to steamroll is the moderates. Yeah. And that's what MLK was talking about when he was talking about the white moderates, the white liberal moderates. Again, it, how easy is it all for us to point at the people? Say, oh, you fucking niggers. It's everyone else. Again, to my white fam fam, I'm going to wrap all this up. I'm just going to go in the backyard and just start fucking crying. These aren't the words of MLK. These are the words of Uncle Bobby. We need you. We do. I've been saying this since season one. And that is no movement makes traction until its antithesis joins in. And yet it's the uncomfortable little things. But we won't get anywhere. It, again, I don't enjoy talking about this. I don't enjoy complaining about this. And I'm sure you don't like hearing me say some shit like this. I would much rather review another fucking God's Not Dead or some bullshit like this. But we need our white fam fam. I need my white fam fam. Great example. I still remember, Mark, this was literally 24 years ago at my place of work. I've said this once before. There was a dude, he was just kind of the quote unquote mayor of West Austin. And he was walking into the gym where I work. And dude was fucking, and he was just that gregarious guy. It was like, hey, how's it going, Betty? Hey, John A. Speaking the perfect Queen's English. And gang, it was like slow motion. And he goes all the way through the gym. And again, 
Hey, how's it going? Hey, nice game last night, right? It was fantastic. Oh, are we going to have dinner tonight? Dinner tonight? Six o'clock? I got the first round. It's all good. Hey, what, country club? Want to go golfing at the country club? That sounds great. Kenyon gets all the way back and standing in the back of the gym. It's literally me and Mark. Mark was white. And he gets to me, says, hey, Mark, how's it going? Nice to see you. You got a nice smile today. He turns to me, the then, the new guy. You know what he started saying? Hey, my main man, soul brother, jive turkey, nigger, soul brother, number one. Gang, I could not draw a breath. Before Mark said, why would you say that? Seriously, why would you say that to Robert? And dude looked legitimately confused. And it was Mark, a white guy who said, we sat here and we watched you speak the Queen's English to 25 other people. Then you get to Robert, a college graduate. And all of a sudden, you talk like you just got out of a fucking car wreck. That's what I'm talking about when I say, I need my white fam fam. I need you guys to throw as many or more punches than I do. I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of complaining about this bullshit. Right? When someone is like, hey, you want to hear a racist joke? If you start that fucking joke, I'm going to rip your dick off. That's what I need from you guys. I just about hashtag unprofessional. When, you know, someone says, well, I can't be racist. I've got black friends. It's my white fan fam that's got to step up and say, what a bare minimum fucking bar you have. What, you want a cookie that you didn't call Robert a nigger? Give me a fucking break. Go fuck yourself. Gang, let's wrap this whole thing up. I'm going to go in the backyard and enjoy some sun. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby is giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. First one up, the ignorance surrounding Martin Luther King. Shut the fuck up. You don't get to tell me how much you love your partner. And when I say, what's their middle name? Ooh, oh, oh, I know that one. Oh, I know that one. I know that one. Okay. Oh, where, where, where was your partner born? Ooh, God damn. Oh, God, I should know that one. I should know that one. Well, okay. Your, your partner's favorite meal. What, what, <laughs> if they had to have something, name, name the top five things they like. Ooh, I know it has to do with food. I know it has to do with food. Oh, God. You see what I'm saying? A lot of these cats... You don't love MLK. You love the idea of MLK. If all you know is that he said about the whole content of the character bullshit, if that's all you know, then I'm right. You love the idea of MLK. You don't love MLK. What did he say right before those, that, those words? What did he say right after? Again, for the people who sit here and say that MLK wouldn't have liked the protest, then you don't, you literally, again, what history books have you been reading? Again, this is an enormous reason why it is people like me are so upset that when people like a Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis, when you, when you guys strip away actual history, this is what we get. Right, And for the people who sit here and still do the whole content of their character bullshit, I really strongly believe 
The reason why that is your stance is this right fucking here. Please go fuck yourselves. You don't want people judging you by the color of your skin for fear that people who look like me may treat you half as bad as you treated us. How would you like it? I'm not even going to ask you that. I'm just going to tell you you're not going to fucking like it. Saying a whole bunch of fucked up shit about white people and saying, oh, no, don't worry. My best friend is white. I can say that. Knuckling down everything about who you are just based on the color of your skin. You wouldn't like it. And not just you as an individual, fuck faces. If there was a country built on those ideals, because that's how it is for us black people. Yeah, it is. Go look at what they say. I mean, literally, we are judged on stereotypes. Look what happens when one black person can't fucking dance, can't fucking play basketball, can't, you know, do what I, I can't stand fried chicken. What? That's what it's like being black in this country. One more thing before I sign this shit off. I've told you all this before. There was a conversation at work over 15 years ago and it was white people only. And they were talking about the uh, minority plight in this country, white people only. All I did, I, as the only minority there, I ducked my head in that conversation and I sustained You know, it is kind of hard at times being black in this country. One person turned around and hit my monkey ass with the triple dub. Womp, womp, womp. I wish that was the worst part of the fucking story, but it wasn't. There were about 10 to 12 people in that conversation. They all turned around and laughed at me. These were the exact same set of slap nuts that when the world was going nuts, after the George Floyd murder, remember that? Yeah, good times. These were the exact same assholes, gang, who all called and texted and went out of the way to communicate with me. Robert, your life matters. I divorced my phone. Because like, you know what? I asked for this respect 15, 20 years ago. You're only doing it now because it's fashionable. Those exact same people who, one, laughed at me, Two turned around and called. Three were the exact same people who sat there and said Martin Luther King would not be okay with these protests. Okay, when we start teaching actual history, when the white moderates start to take a look in the mirror and quite possibly start saying, you know what? Maybe I do have some work to do. Again, rape is like racism. We all know a rape survivor. Nobody knows a rapist. We all know people who've been called niggers, gooks, slanty-eyed, wetbacks, kikes, we, you name it. But no one seems to know a racist. Maybe that racist is you. And if you think the bar is quite simply not hanging one of us, people of color, not calling us a name, and if you think that's it, then you are the problem. Again, one more example where I signed this shit off. 20 years ago, if you would have said, hey, big guy, you're a misogynist. Like, Please, come on, come on, come on. Me? 
I've never hit a woman, right? Give me a fucking break. Then I would have called someone over and did exactly what I've heard of white people do when it comes to black people. Hey, come here, Susie, come here, come here. I'm the least misogynist person you know, right? Right? No, gang, I was a misogynistic sack of shit. It's not an excuse, but it is an explanation. I'm an old football player. Everything that we were taught that's negative was tied to something stereotypically feminine. Okay, I had, again, I would have been the exact same. And it wasn't until a woman ripped me a new asshole. And as far as I'm concerned, concerned she was too nice. I deserved way more than what she gave me. But it wasn't until I admitted I was part of the problem that I could be part of the fucking solution. To my white fam fam, I need you to take an honest look in the fucking mirror. Some of you are going to pass the test. But some of you have got to understand, it may not even be intentional. It probably is not intentional. But what are you doing to contribute to the fucking problem? And it starts with little things like not knowing real American history. Tonight, sit at your dinner tables. Ask you and your other family members to name five things about MLK. And if all you can tell me is that he had a dick, he had a hair, he had great mustache, then you're part of the problem. Go out and learn real American history. America's great, but America's also as equally fucked up as we are great. And until we acknowledge the fucked up ness we can't work on the fucked up ness I'm tired of complaining about this bullshit. And the only way I'm going to stop is if y'all help me. Let's turn the page together. Then, and only then, can we truly start judging people by the content of their character instead of the color of their skin. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.